what's up guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders Podcast episode. This is number 191. I am your host, 65 Oaks, covering model car culture from around the world. On the drive, on the commute right now. It's been a while since I've done one of these episodes, but I was looking forward to it. Uh, just want to recap on things that have been going on and what's coming up as well. And see what you guys been up to also. So, um, as you guys know, uh, not too long ago, I attended the uh, NHRA Museum. There was a model car show put on by uh, the, the model good guys. I hope I'm saying that right. All right. Because um, I'm, I'm driving right now. I'm just, <laughs> I don't have anything in front of me to read. But it was the Spirit of Speed. That was the name of the event that they host. And it was awesome. You know, I've been there previously and other years. My friend uh, Rudy was the person who had introduced me to the show some years back. I had never known about it until he told me and invited me and we went there together. And, you know, it's uh, it's a nice place. You got a big facility where it uh, houses a lot of vehicles, the museum part of the NHRA. And then... On the other side, you know, once a year, they have this room where they manage to host a model car show. That always happens around in the month of November. And the last uh, last year, I was unable to attend. And even prior to that, because of uh, COVID, um, you know, they didn't have any, any events. Um, but even before that, <clears throat> I did go to some of their events to, you know, to purchase items, check out the models, take some photos. So this one here was the first time that I was there as a vendor. Um, I had never vended at this event. So, you know, I was just trying to think back at previous events, remembering how the vendors were laid out, set up there in their room. So I like mentally was like preparing myself for this event. But here's the thing too, though. By the time I was like a month out when I found out that, hey, you know what, the, those dates are open for, for my schedule, I could definitely uh, uh, do it. Once it was cleared, I was like, all right, let me go ahead and get in contact. So I, I sent out an email a month, like this is like a month out before the event, you know, and it, by then you would already have to assume that tables are sold out, right, for vendors. But I still, I was like, like I need, I need to, I need to see what's up. I need to give it a go, and and see if this is a possibility. And um, I got a response back. Tables were sold out, but also suggesting that you know, if if I was still willing to come come through, even if I had my own table, whatever. Uh, being there on the spot, we were gonna see the possibility of possibly setting me up somewhere there so at that point without promising anything you know and that's very understandable you know so I was like all right cool the date's open I do have a table I do have my stuff ready I just have to decide take the risk and just do it do the hour drive or not an hour it was probably about 40 minutes get there um you know, get all situated and see what's up. Just wait to see if you have the green light. 
And if if if, if not, then you know I'm gonna have to hang out for a while, and um, you know wait until the event opens because setup is at eight, event starts at ten. So I was like, all right, there, there's like a two hour um, window, you know. Uh, what am I going to do? So all these things are like playing in my head. Well, part of me was like, let's do it. Let's go. You never know. Um, you have to take a risk. You have to take a chance. You know, you just have to. I mean, there's there's nothing you can lose. Just do it. So I uh, was starting to look through all my stuff and thinking, all right, I know it's not possible to just be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to take all my inventory from the store over there. There's just no way. You know, so I had to really think about it and and to decide what is it that I was going to take, what made sense for this event. And, you know, I obviously didn't want to take model kits because they do take up a lot of space. And I just know I didn't have the space in my car to be able to transport transport boxes full of kits. So I pretty much assembled any, everything from tools to sanding supplies, uh, detail parts, like a lot of decals from Gopher Racing and uh, bare metal foil. And also another thing that I wanted to add that came in just in time for the show was the Model Cars Magazine newest issue that had just dropped. I believe it's 216. And man, like, when those things showed up at the house, I was like, yo, like, this is perfect. I hope, you know, I hope everything comes together and I am able to, uh, to do this show because I have the latest magazine. So I, um, get the magazines already, put them in a box and I had sold some online. So I was kind of like, all right, I got to make sure, you know, I ship out the ones I sold online and just take the quantity that's available to the show. So I took that over along with back issues of the Model Cars magazine. And I, I was just, you know, I got there early in the morning to the show, uh, 30 minutes before eight. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm going to get here even earlier. And I believe I was like the first person there. Cause I was in the parking lot. The parking lot was empty. There was nobody there. The place was locked. There was, you know, no promote, nothing. Nobody was there. No vendors. Anybody that I saw, um, that I knew or anything. So I was like, cool. I'll just chill right here. And um, so I'm just kicking it. And then I start seeing people coming coming through. You know, waiting as well. They finally uh, open up the doors and everything. And um, I uh, I spoke with Ron, the one who organized the event reached out you know we had spoken prior through email and i'm here so i'm just gonna just chill and and you let me know if there's uh an opening so there was a lot going on you know it was busy like they were it was busy like they needed a setup before you know people started arriving and i mean time flies you know especially when you're doing an event it's like all hands on deck you need help from people and everything and when i saw I saw the, you know, the need, like, all right, cool. Like, you know, everyone's chipping out. I was like, I, I got to help too. You know, I can't just sit in my car and, and just wait, you know? So I went over there to help, help them like set up chairs, tables, whatever, you know, like put everything out, 
the uh, the linens that go on the tables. All right, cool. It's all done. So it was awesome because once it was all said and done, Ron was like, hey, um, I have those tables out there ready right there. And they were in the room. They weren't even outside of the room or anything. They were like in the same room. So they got me set up. I was like, oh, dope. So I didn't even have to use my own table. Even though I brought it, I just, you know, I left it in the car and brought all my stuff down. And it was cool since I didn't bring too much big stuff. I managed to carry everything on one trip on one of my uh, small uh, dollies that I have. So I was like, cool. So I was able to carry all that stuff and set up. And then um, once I set up, you know, uh, some of the vendors started coming through, checking out the tables, and uh, they noticed the magazine. That was the first thing they noticed because I had it right in the corner of the table, and they were like, you know, uh, picking it up, like, oh, I want, let me get this issue, let me get this issue. So I was like, cool. So through the day, like, people that showed up in the morning to buy kits and stuff and just browsing around, you know, I would say you could call them the early birds. By the time they got to my table, you know, the magazine was, like, a big attraction. And then from there, you know, uh, people pick up things that that they need, even some things that they never even seen before. And um, and it, it was nice to see, like, impressions of people's in, in their faces of being, like, just, like, tripping out on, on these tools, on these materials you know the decals all the all these different things so that that was pretty neat and at the same time like the decals were a hit too the gopher I, I was tripping out you know i brought i brought all of them i was like i'll bring them all at the end i was like left with a little bit of them the pinstriping ones were huge you know i there was this customer who came and i feel bad because i feel like man you should have just bought them when you had the chance because he was looking at them for a while he stepped away and I must have had like at that point like three copies left of each the colored ones and the gold ones by the time he came back it was I don't know maybe 30 minutes later they were all gone and so he was you know trying to see how he can get more and I told him I could get more but it's gonna probably be a like a week and a half by the time it gets shipped to me you know and um or a week at least and I do have them now. <laughs> They're on the site, but, it, you know, but it's one of those things, you know, who knows? I did tell him about the site, but who knows, you know, if, if he'd ever come around to doing it. But it's, it's just, I don't know, from experience, from going to various shows and also being like a collector of various things, I already know that the minute you see something you want, wh- whatever, like if it's a... If it feels like it's expensive, but it's still kind of reasonable price, like it's somewhere in the middle range, just buy it, get it. Especially if you know that not everybody has this piece, that it's somewhat rare, just get it. Because you're gonna be frustrated finding out later that it's even more money, um, that you can't find it anymore, and all this stuff, that regret's gonna haunt you. And it's haunted me along, like, a lot of many times. So I already know that if I want something, and it's, I know that, let's just say, as an example, you know, you could find it in the wild for 40 bucks, which is the cheapest, 
But then again, you got people selling it for 60 bucks or 80 bucks, which is the middle range. And then you got people selling it for like, you know, 100 and some. If I find it in the middle range for 60, 80, I'm buying it. Even if my friends are telling me, oh, why'd you buy it? You could get, you could find it for 40. You know what? I've learned from many times I, I'll never find it for 40. On my experience, I always go for the middle. I go, I'll just, I'll just get it now. You know, I, I don't want to, I want to sleep, <laughs> you know, like I want to be good knowing, all right, cool. I got it. We're set, you know? And, um, and that's just the, the little, like the collector's kind of mindset on things when you want stuff, you know, cause, uh, you are going to pay the price and there is times when you are going to find cheaper things in the wild, you know? So it's, it's like a roller coaster at that point. And, um, let me just uh, take a sip out of my coffee right here. It's quite a bit of traffic as I'm uh, trying to get out of the city and get into the freeway right now. Um, so the show, um, I managed to just chill at the show on in my booth. I wasn't able to really like leave or anything. So I was there for like many hours just, you know, helping people out. And uh, I would say by the time we got to like, the noontime magazines were all the new issues were gone sold out the um back issues were now ones that were people were picking them up they were seeing what issues they were missing so i also don't have a lot of back issues and once those are gone they're gone um you know i know they go up in price if if i wanted to obtain more back issues but that's that's not what i'm gonna do you know uh the magazine, it's dope. It's a dope magazine. I like the articles, uh, the, the layouts, the colored photos. Doing a great job. It's uh, consistently coming out. Um, and, you know, it's been making a lot of noise as well. I, I, I see people posting it, especially on Facebook. Um, I see it on Instagram. And now that the magazine's, like, flowing into the store... You know, as time goes on, uh, the quantities will increase. I'll be getting more and more issues. So this way, um, I'll have enough issues for everyone. And and then from there, you know, um, we'll, we'll just see where, where it goes. I hope I can obtain other magazines as well. Uh, there is a possibility that I could also carry, like, the, the Tamiya magazine. The only thing, though, regarding that magazine is I'm not getting it direct from them. That would be, like, through a distributor. And one of the issues that lies with that is uh, the timing and also the pricing. Like, since they're a distributor, you know, they're, like, the middle person. So they're going to raise the price. And then on top of that, um, by the time they get the issues and then by the time I get them, like it's going to be quite late of its release. But then again, you know, I understand that if it's an issue that people want or, or, you know, or pick up, it won't, it won't be a big deal. Right. Because at least you'll be able to get it in hands. So that's, that's one that I'm hoping I can get, but it's also something I need to work on to see, uh, if it's worth doing. And another magazine I would love to get would be the dedicated magazine i've already mentioned it um, to the guys that make the magazine and um i've let other people know so i'm hoping you know when that time comes 
in the future of a release that I'm able to get some copies to also have. You could definitely also order it from their website for the pre-order. Um, you could also, uh, once it's out, you could get it digitally or you can um, also purchase for it to be printed through the MacLeod account that they have. And, you know, I, I want to get some copies of, of the original release. Not not a pre-order, but just, you know, once it's out, um, be able to sell it. And the reason being is just so it brings more brand awareness to their brand. Um, something I could offer to my customers. And also, you know, if, uh, if customers... Let's say one of my customers buys the magazine for the first time. Now they know, oh, okay, dedicated. And then they could go on their website or the MacLeod and order the back issues. Oh, shoot. You know? Um, man, I just saw a car, like, swerving right now. But, yeah, there, there's all, like, little things like that um, that I would want to do. So this way, you know, they make their sales also. Uh, be, like, the magazine gets more, more eyeballs and things like that. And the, and the brand because we do want to see these brands succeed we want to see them grow you know um it's it's a shame like uh scale auto got the plug pulled right um so whatever's standing like right now like these magazines that are in existence we got to continue like uh supporting them even if, if you know you're not into buying magazines uh, at least spread word, you know, about it. I think that's enough, uh, right there. That That's like a good support that somebody can do. And, um, yeah, spreading the word, you know, that's always, that's always a good thing to do. Um, but yeah, I, I want to see these magazines come out more and, uh, and succeed because they're tangible things. They're things that we could grab with our hands. We could flip through them, look at them and, I mean, when when things like that are gone, it's it kind of sucks, you know. And then we reflect back and we go, "Man, remember the days? Remember when it was like that? Or when you could do this?" And you wish, man, if this magazine would have been around, I could have been, you know, I would buy three issues or five or whatever. Now's the time, you know. When when companies like that are coming out with stuff, and the same goes for, goes for like products too, you know. There's a lot of people uh, print, doing a lot of printing, a lot of people customizing, um, coming out with various like things to bring out, and um, and you know companies like that also need that kind of support as well. Um, but yeah, so going back to the show, it, it was great. It, it was awesome. It was it was an awesome show overall. I'll definitely do it again. But this time, um, I will uh, book it way in advance, you know. Uh, the, the reason I feel like I put myself in these positions sometimes to be uh, locking in a vending date kind of late is just because of my, I have a family, you know. And I have to prioritize. My daughter's two years old. I love being with my family. You know, I'm with them all the time. And... You know, weekends is like obviously family time, especially a Sunday, you know, and 
I mean, I want to spend as much time as I can with my daughter, especially because she's growing up. You know, she's uh, she's growing up right in front of my eyes every day that goes by. And every, every time I take photos of her and I, and I look at those photos, even if it's like a month out, I trip out the changes, you know, like her growth. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, I remember, like, she's looking different, you know? Like, it's just all these things are, are going on. So I'm trying to spend as much time as I can. And, um, but in this situation, it's, it's a bit different because, you know, um, you also need, uh, like a break, like to be able to do something and, and work and, and hang out with friends and stuff like that. But this all worked out because that weekend she was with my parents. So it was like, cool, you know, I could, uh, I can go and, and do this. The one show that happened earlier, uh, this year was the orange con and I missed that one. And I, I, re, I regret missing it. Like, I kicked myself about it at the time when it was going down. Because last year, I, I didn't do it. And I told myself, I'll, I'll do it next year. Because by next year, I'll have more stuff. I'll be more prepared, you know. And, um, and then it crept up. Like, these weeks, these months, everything has gone by so fast that I had no time to even think about it or anything. And um, their presence is big on Facebook, you know? I rarely go on Facebook. Now I'm starting to go on Facebook, like, constantly to check up on things. And when I, by the time that I, I was on their page, and even friends were like, hey, are you going to be there? I was like, oh, crap, you know? I looked it up and I was like, dang, nah, I don't think so. Cause I just read on their page that their tables are sold out. <clears throat> and, uh, I was like, yo, like that's dope. They sold out, but for them, but for me, I was like, oh, weak, you know, but it was my bad though. But then again, when that weekend was coming up and I already had plans with the fam and I was like, nah, I can't even see, I, I can't even go cause I, we got stuff to do. So you know, my daughter's obviously like, she's getting, she's getting growing and all that. But I also, you know, had a convo with my fiance about that. And I was like telling her like, you know, there's gonna be shows coming up and all this and that, especially next year. And, you know, I gotta, I'm gonna try to make more shows than this year. You know, it's not, it's not really like, um, like the main thing that I want to do because it's an online store but it is good to also attend shows and have a presence right and be able to give people access in person to what you have so um and she no she you know she pumped me up like yeah you you should definitely uh you know we'll figure something out that way you don't feel like damn you know can't do it because we got to do a family outing or whatever like if you know we already know those dates we gotta like basically mark them off the calendar so this way you know we could do it and that's cool because you know and anything you do need support right especially from the fam uh right there 
yeah, you need support from the fam and what you're going to do because this way you're concentrated on what you're doing. You're not distracted and and you're not feeling like any type of way, you know, you know, you're, you're there for the right reasons and, and you just got to focus on what you what you got going on. So, um, I already have like, you know, things like set up, like, all right, cool. I want to go to this show, this show, just so this way I hit them up ahead of time. Right. And also reach out to them ahead of time to get on their like email mailing, like mailing list, because a lot of the times you do get emailed ahead of time, you know, wanting to know, or just letting you know, Hey, it's available. If you're interested, you know, you, you can book the table now. And, you know, I've never, I've never done orange con. And I think that one would be a good show just because, you know, you, you do get a variety of different genres of builds that are there in attendance and I I feel like a lot of these tools that I have on the site they're very universal you know they don't just stick to one thing they um, they can be used for many various like purposes of building so uh, the show was it was dope I ended up closing it up a bit early just because I wanted to walk around the tables and take photos of builds and talk to some people so i managed to to just kind of wrap up i believe it was like 2 p.m by the time i was wrapping up and i uh, you know just went walked around look at stuff checked out some of the the model kits that were being sold at the show a lot of good stuff but you know i, I wasn't i wasn't really like in the mood to buy anything like especially kits i already have kits so I was like, you know, in my personal stash, you know, and um, so, yeah, I just walked around, checked it out and it was fine. It, it was a it was a pretty good show, man. I, I highly recommend it for, you know, people who are in the area that have not been able to attend it. Check it out. And from what I know here in California, I believe that's the last show because I don't know of any shows going on in December, like model shows. And as far as next year, there is an NNL West show already that's set for January. And then there's another show in um, February in Ventura County by uh, Ventura Hobbies that's going down at the Ventura Fairgrounds. Uh, The Ventura Fairgrounds one, for sure, I'll, I'll be there. Um, I'm gonna already submit my paperwork for the and the payment for the table, get it all sorted. <clears throat> um, as far as in and out, that's like that's something that's been hovering over my head. I'm still not sure, um, like if if I'm gonna do that one, just because it, it's a six-hour drive. I've been to it; it's a great show. But I've never vended there. I've only attended it just to, like, you know, bring my models. And, like, that part's easy, right? You just make the drive, go to sleep, wake up, get ready, and put your model on the table and you're set. And you just hang out and walk everywhere and just chill with people. Vending will be a, a, that'll be a whole totally different situation. So I'm still uh, trying to see what's up with that. 
Uh, but I'll keep you guys posted on that. I don't. I don't want to say anything like further. You know, if it's a yay or nay. You know, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, we'll find out later. And um, but yeah, this uh, only announcements I wanted to make is uh, for Black Friday. Black Friday will be next week already. So by the time this episode comes out, um, you know, and, and it will be out, we'll be in the in the already in the Black Friday uh, week or weekend. And um, I just want to let everybody know right now that I will be having a Black Friday sale, and I'm basically gonna be doing. Uh, uh, 15% off all products every product on the site is going to be 15% off um, you know I didn't want to do selective products I didn't want to do selected brand da, 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 da. you know I was like thinking about it I'm like well I mean it's Black Friday you know I hate going to Best Buy like back in the day um, when I was young being hyped on like, oh, I'm going to get the laptop. Oh, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. And then showing up, knowing that whatever they had on sale in that little booklet that they would mail at the house back in the day, it would be like, uh, oh, we only, like, they're, they're all sold out. They're all sold out. And, there, and nothing else was on sale but that. And then next thing you know, it's like, you find out, oh, they only had like, 10 of them or something or five for everybody come on you know <coughs> so um i i don't know i don't want to i want to make it interesting and special for everybody <coughs> now i need to drink my coffee hold on Ooh, all right here we go so um i'm gonna do 15 percent off the whole store so that's model kits tools paints all that stuff 15% off. Um, and I'm also going to leave <clears throat> that if uh, you spend 100 bucks, free shipping. So orders over 100 in the US is free shipping. So uh, if you want to save more money, definitely, I would definitely recommend to um, take advantage of that, the free shipping option when you spend more than 100 bucks. So uh, the sale. Um, I'm going to announce it later, the timing of when it's going to happen, but I would recommend to subscribe to our email list, get on the email list. There's, there's a lot of people that have been joining it and I want to, you know, grow it even more <clears throat> on the email list because sometimes I send out email blasts with drops of new stuff, uh, once in a while, you know, a discount, whatever. Um, but I'm going to be doing that more discounts through email lists, but I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to announce it on Instagram. I'm not going to announce it because the only way you're going to find out is if you're subscribed to the email list. Um, that's one of my goals is to grow that email list, you know, because um, let's say something happens. Let's say the platforms don't work. Let's say Facebook kicks you off, Instagram, whatever. And the website's going to stay up, 
But how, how are you guys going to find out what arrived, what's on sale, what I just decided? You know what? Here's five bucks off, ten bucks off. Or this kit, we're going to knock off this much. You know, it's on sale now. The only way you're going to know is through the email. So if you haven't, please jump on that email list. Subscribe. And, um... Yeah, so Black Friday, 15% off. And the code is going to be, I'm going to tell you now, it's going to be THANKS15. So T-H-A-N-K-S 15. That's going to be the code. And um, that code, it's obviously going to be starting, you know, from before the Friday. And it's going to end midnight like Cyber Monday. So when it's Monday at midnight going into Tuesday, that's when it's going to expire. So it's going to be that whole uh, that whole weekend right there. Um, on the website, we do have a wish list. So if there's items that you want, that you're looking for, um, I would highly recommend to create an account and um, make a wish list of the items that you want so this way uh, when the sale is going on and you want to purchase those items and take advantage of the 15% off you can just add go to your wish list and add them to your cart so this way you don't have to go digging around the whole site for them and um, and then you can add the code at checkout get the get the discount and if and if you spend more than 100 you get the free shipping, boom. And you'll get a, a good deal right there. And it's going to be everything, even things that never go on sale. Like, you never see Tamiya products go on sale. They're going to be on sale. The tools, all that stuff is going to be on sale, 15% off. Zoom on, all the accessories, all that stuff um, is going to be on sale. Especially, like, if there's a kit or, like, a, a product or a tool that you're like been a bit hesitant because maybe the price you think like man it's like too much or whatever this could be a good time to get it or even a gift you know maybe uh, (coughs) it could be a gift they want to get someone maybe you want one of your friends to try out a tool or something or but that's going to be up there so pretty much um, just letting you guys know now um, Black Friday, that's what we're going to do for uh, for this year. And I'm excited. I mean, I've been getting in a lot of product preparing for this. Um, you know, you got to get boxes, you got to get tape, you got to get all these little things in for the store. Um, I do have an order from Zoomon uh, coming in. So that's that left you know, their area like a week ago, it might, it might show up next week in time for Black Friday. Um, I, I've been tracking it, just waiting, seeing what's up. So I got that coming in. I'm excited. They have so many new uh, products that they came out with that I uh, made sure to add to the list and ordered it up. So that stuff's coming in. And at the same time, <clears throat> This week, we obtained a lot of various tools 
that we got for the store um and also glues too so we did get the the weld the liquid liquid weld from plastruck we got one of their bottles we're gonna get the other one next and uh we also got these like glue droppers as well for ca glue um zappa gap another glue that we just got in the store and other different types of sanding uh sticks as well so you know back then i was only sticking to certain brands right and you know i i see people using those brands and everything but then at the same time as the years go by and you meet uh, other artists and you start to see the kind of work they do and you start to see the kind of uh, um, tools and materials that they use to execute what they do, <clears throat> you notice that, hey, you know, every every like type of glue has its purpose. Every tool has its purpose, right? Everybody has their own preferences. And, you know, after a while, um, people would ask me like, hey, you know, do you ever plan on getting like Plastruct or Zappa Gap, you know, because obviously I'm always selling like the Bob Smith Industry CA glue. You know, that's a glue that I always have, the Tamiya glue. That's another glue. So I get questions asked for these other products. You know, will you ever carry these? You know, and, you know, and, and at the time I was always like, nah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to carry them, you know, like. I like these ones right here. These are cool. But then again, it's, you got to think, well, you know, what is it that my customers want? You know, what do they need? So then, you know, going back to those questions that they were asking, it's like, yeah, this stuff, I definitely need to get this stuff. Right. And then this, and then you start to learn or you try out and you go, oh, damn, like, this is the reason why this particular glue is beneficial, you know? Um, for example, like the CA glue, it's thick. It's more of a gap filling glue. It's strong. And I remember when I was working on my um, Hakuzaku GTR and I had to glue the, the wide body fenders on, I was like, okay, I've used CA glue throughout um, a lot of my custom builds if i use ca glue to glue these fenders i'm gonna have a nightmare because it's thick and when the in the moment i compress them it's gonna spread and then i'm gonna spend hours sanding that thing down back to what it was because it's thick glue so what i did was i used the tamiya liquid glue which has that little brush and it's the thin one. So as soon as, you know, it's liquid, you, you brush it, it's thin and then you compress it and then it just, it sticks. I'm like, dope. So that meant that I was like, all right, I just want like a really, like a nice thin, almost, it looks like it's like already welded on, molded onto the body. So I use that and it's, and it's there. I'm like, cool. But here's the thing, at some point, 
That glue is it's strong, but not too strong because it's a thin glue. It's those fenders are gonna not they're gonna snap pop off, right? So then, once I knew they were in place, then what I did is I went back to my Bob Smith Industries glue, which is the thicker glue now. I flipped the car upside down, and inside the body and the between the body and the fender, I poured a little bit of glue in there. So now it's more secure. And then right away I, I put the accelerator. So this way that glue doesn't just spread. And it now next thing you know it's back on the body, on the exterior. And I was like, dope. It's in there now. It's solid. Cool. And, you know, there's... there's that's like a method I like doing lately with the white bodies. Everybody has their own, you know. Some people probably don't even use any of that some people probably use that plaster that weld and they use the brush and they hit it boom it's stuck and they're good to go some people might use zapagat that's all they use you know everybody has their own thing but as time goes you learn you know you try out other things and then you learn each purpose and you go oh you know i don't like this one or i do like this one or some people are like yo i like having like six different glues because they're for different applications you know so i definitely had to expand on that i had to expand on the um the collection there of things the same with hobby knives the same with files uh sanding materials all those things i have to broaden up the options i have to broaden up you know all the the, the different selective items to get <clears throat> and um, the same with like uh, Flexophile that's another brand where I'm slowly bringing in some of their stuff into the uh, to the to the store right now I'm, I'm primarily interested in their glue applicators <clears throat> they have this really neat one it's a CA glue applicator that's uh, a really thin like needle and I mean I tend to use toothpicks all the time and then I throw them out but this one here looks really cool the, the way I was, I was looking at it the other night and especially for for people that are into detailing and they want to glue things together you know you could Put like a drop of glue on a piece of tape or on a piece of paper and then you get this glue applicator you touch the drop that you just poured out onto the tape or paper and then the uh, CA glue applicator just picks up a little amount and then you go and you touch the area that you want to glue and it just like drops it in there um things like that is is what I have that I just got in but I'm I'm more interested in right now. So you know cuz builds you know they get complicated as the level goes up in your building and your skills, you know? The more you want to learn, the more you want to do um as much as you want to level up you also have to level up your tools.
because it's just gonna make it a lot easier, the whole process of leveling up. And and it's also like, I think the fun part is the satisfaction that you did it. That in your mind, you're trying to wrap around your head, like, how do I do this? How do I do this? And then you see someone do it. They explain to you how to do it. You gather up your materials. You gather up your tools. And then you go for it. You make the time. You're motivated. You're pumped. And you do it. And it comes together. And you're proud of yourself. You're like, oh, my God, I did it. Like, what the hell is crazy? I never thought I could do this. But I did it. And then you post it. People show you love. They show you props. Now you're more motivated. Now you're like, dude, I want to do another one. So you do another one and you do it again. And then now you reach a point where you want to do something else. And you don't know how to do it. But it's all good. Because you have access to your community, to your friends. They break it down. You know, there's videos. And it's the same process again. Let me uh, get all my stuff and let's do it. And there might be a chance you might run into a problem. And it's probably not you. It's probably just you just needed the right tool or you needed the right thing to be able to do that. That's the only thing holding you back, you know. And um, because we've all we've all experienced this. We all experience like something where we go, what the hell? Like, I still, I was tripping out. The other day I saw like an old video of someone explaining about like, like the hobby tools that this person used to like sand their car. And they're using um, just regular sandpaper, like just the paper, like, and it was just ripped, like ripped off the sheet, not even cut or nothing, like not even looking nice, you know? And I was going, dang, I still remember signing my cars like that. Like, just with my finger on top of the paper and just freaking rubbing it, like sanding. (laughs) The noise. Yeah, that was it. And I was like, cool, I sanded it. But I would miss so many spots, you know, just messing up the car. (laughs) And then, and my finger always hurting, like, damn, like, being all sore. I hated sanding, always having to switch fingers or whatever. And then eventually, um, the sanding pads were introduced. I was like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, sanding sticks, but I wasn't using sanding sticks. I was just using the, the thing. But then, once I came across sanding pads, especially the ones from the God Hand ones, that was a game changer right there. It's like you had a, a soft, squishy pad between your finger and that sand, that grit. And now I was like, yo, my fingers aren't hurting anymore. I can actually bend this. I could uh, contour this to the body, get into these little crevices. It was cool, you know, just being able to do all those like <coughs> little things. I was like, man, this is dope. Um, and and looking now, oh my God, there's like hundreds of things out there 
It's crazy. <clears throat> so many, so many different options now. It's not like how it was back then, you know. So sometimes you just gotta really look and be like, all right, you know, what do I need to assist me to get to that level, you know? And and you go from there. But there's this one brand from Japan. It's called I can't say the first name because I can't pronounce it right, but I know. Uh, Alec is like the second word, but when I see them promoting it, they promote it more with that word Alec, A L E C, and it's based out of Japan. And they make hobby tools. They make files. They make um, uh, like like these uh, scrapers. They do so many different things, but the files is it, it, oh yeah, and saw blades too to cut. But man. Like, this stuff's, I mean, it's up there. It's a premium. It's up there in price, but it's also, like, some high-level uh, tools, too. And I'm like, damn. But I remember years back, I bought a couple other products. I was working on this Gundam figure, and I came across their products. I ordered them. They arrived. And I did, I did use them. But I was, but I, re, I do remember even getting them from Japan. They were at a high price. They're just a very premium, premium tool. Um, and I was excited because now I'm able to get them from my distributor. I was like, dope. They just got them in, and they have these files where the the part that goes on your hand is like quite wide. I would say maybe like a, um, uh, maybe a millimeter or half of a millimeter, but then the tip, it's really small, really, really small. I started looking into it, right? Like, you know, I want to see people using this tool. What are they using it for? And it seemed like these were like some high level, like tools, like people that, work on miniatures like like little like trains little subway trains <clears throat> aircraft and um, I mean you could use it for models too but when I saw like this guy working on a little like a little subway train those windows are tiny like tiny little windows and this little file was fitting in there and he was, he was, like, filing, you know, the flash or just clearing them out, making them look clean. I was like, dang, that looks cool. Um, I mean, this could be used for Gundam, too. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff. Um, they had these really interesting scrapers for those that built aircraft. Where the, the part of the aircraft, you know, it's quite round. The round parts, there's this scraper that you can use. Um, to get it nice and smooth I was like dude that's dope and um, I have some of the stuff on the site like just the listings they're not available yet but later I'm going to acquire their tools there's also this block it's like a to clean your files it's like an eraser 
or something, but it's a, it looked like a pretty big block. So this way, when you file stuff and your files are all dirty, um, oh, they're all like, you know, filled in and stuff, instead of just like making a mess by blowing it, I guess the purpose of the, of the file is getting that eraser and just like rubbing it on it and and it, it just it clean it cleans your files pretty much so that's another thing i know when people see it they're gonna be like what the hell is that you know but that's the purpose for that piece right there um so yeah there's a lot of various uh things that i'm going to be getting in uh, to the store there's but there's definitely more tools that are coming in so like if you look up hobby knives you're gonna see more than one hobby knife in there uh, from different brands and it's all just preference you know whatever uh whatever you guys like so yeah we got the holidays coming up i hope you guys are gonna have a, a good time if you're traveling you know be safe make sure uh you pay attention don't get stuck on your phone like especially during the the transitioning of like going somewhere you know so whether if you're driving or you're waiting for to get picked up or to get on a flight or whatever look at your surroundings man like just pay attention to everything you know don't get stuck on the phone and have things happen behind behind the scenes behind your head you know because you didn't see nothing you gotta always uh just pay attention to what's what's going on and just be safe you know and if you're chilling with your family, friends, you know, if you have no family, but you're kicking it with a friend, whatever, you know, um, just have a good time, you know, just catch up, see what's up. Those that are not traveling, not got nothing going on and you're just at home. Cool. Like you got so much stuff you could do too, you know, chill with the fam or build some models, you know. Maybe uh, get to working on the 3D printing stuff. You know, I don't know. Got a lot of different options right there. You know, it's going to be a long weekend. It's going to go by fast for sure. And then we got Christmas right around the corner too, which is crazy. And then a new year. So all that's going on. Next week, I will be doing an episode, a video episode with Casey, all the way in Australia, Slowly Models. Stay tuned for that. That's going to happen next week on Tuesday, 9 p.m. So um, we're going to be doing this conversation through video, and it's going to be live on YouTube. So if you guys want to tune in and watch our live broadcast episode, it's going to be on YouTube. And that will be going down next week. You know, there, there's a lot of different things I'm uh, planning for the podcast. Um, s- still, we'll be doing interview episodes with guests. I'm going to be incorporating these video feeds as well. Live broadcast. And... I'm also going to continue doing the community episodes as well, which I've been getting a lot of good feedback. Uh, people love them. So those are those are here to stay. And, you know, I'm also going to incorporate some other episodes 
with collaborating with other people as well. So stay tuned uh, for all that stuff right there that's going to be coming up. Um, so hope you guys are doing good. I'm going to check out for a bit. I'm not sure yet if I might come back to add a little more to the episode. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm almost here. So uh, if not, though, we'll see. If not, I don't know. But I hope you guys are doing good. Episode 181, 65 Lokes, checking out. I hope you guys are good. Stay safe. Keep on building. All right, guys. Peace.